Hello and welcome to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. I'm Quentin Lamar. I'm Uncle Lum. Just kidding. I'm Anthony Casella. I'm Donnie Hadfield-Smith. And today we will be joined by the incomparable Jamone. Joyous. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about your middle name. Joya Simone Richmond. Oh my God. Jamone. <laughs> I don't hate that name though. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Joya is a friend of the pod, and we're happy to have her here. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. Like, ah. Uh, <laughs> My girl, Jamal. <laughs> I watched Potomac in, I think, eight days. All five seasons. We hear that a lot from people, actually. We hear a lot of people, like, they watch one episode, and then the next thing I know, they've watched entire seasons. So... I, I'd love to hear it. We love to hear it. Um, it was brought to my attention this week from a few listeners that, well, before I, are you familiar with Truth Be Told on Apple TV with Oscar winner Octavia Spencer? <laughs> no, I, mean, yeah. I am. Unfortunately, not familiar with that. No. Well, it's it good. It, it's good. It won an NAACP award for outstanding Ooh. writing. Stars Octavia Spencer. It was just brought to my attention because in season two, uh, one Miss Kate Hudson will be joining the cast. Shut so up. I was, <laughs> I was told we needed to talk about it. What a travesty! <laughs> Listen, I'm going to turn this into a Housewives and Hudson fan podcast if it's the last thing I do. I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. I, I love Kay Hudson. You know, I, I never said I didn't. I said I didn't, and I still don't. Eventually, I'm going to run out of topics to talk about. But for those three weeks, it will be a Kate Hudson podcast. <laughs> Kate right. Hudson's uh, biggest uh, contribution to um, acting was Fabletics. What is that? What is that? That's her clothing line. Oh, I'm not familiar. Shut up. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I think think she's an interchangeable Hollywood white woman. (laughs) I think you're right. Yeah, but they're my favorite kind. She's definitely interchangeable with her mother. They look so much alike. (laughs) I can say that. Sorry to take this off the rails. I didn't know this was going to take a Kate Hudson turn. Um, (laughs) It always will. I mean, once we hit Jamone, we just, it's hard to get back. You know, but that's it. I'm going to name whatever pet I get Jamone. I think that's brilliant. I like it. Personally, personally, I like it. Okay. (laughs) So shifting gears a little bit here to current events. Now, how do we feel about this footage from 2016 that's recently hit the internet that's showing Michael Darby in the background of a season one party groping a cameraman? Now, this cameraman is a different cameraman than the one that tried to take him to court. So this is some other dude completely. And (laughs) nor is this the footage the judge requested. This is like a totally separate incident. Will anything come out of this? This is what I'm asking you all. Do you think anything will come out of this? And can that man ever keep his hands to himself? Listen, I doubt anything is going to come from this. I just, I mean, maybe he had his reasons for not coming forward in the beginning of Gropegate, whenever (laughs) that was. But I just don't understand. Like, okay, so we'll get into the therapy session that happened Mm. on this. (laughs) I can't roll my eyes hard enough. (laughs) But it's like, sir, you know, once rich white men reach a certain echelon of life, they just feel like they can do, say, touch, lick, see anything they want to. Well, history has shown that they can. That's fair. I will 100% go in with that (laughs) view. But I just... Like what? And I just, I just want to know the cameraman's story. I feel like we need to find out more about him. Like, why did you not come forward during the time? And of course, he had his reasons. But I, I want to know more. I my want th- him to tell me the tape. Watching that <laughs> clip, my thing about it is like, 
how gleeful Michael was. Like, oh, he, yeah. like sexual harassment seems to bring him great joy. <laughs> like he was so he was like whimsical, like, you know, yeah. ah. I was like, wow. <laughs> Seriously? He- he was in full goblin mode. Like he was, yeah, he was like a bulk, he there was a out. shadow behind him. <laughs> the shadow was moving in a different way. Like it, it was <laughs> like black swan. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm already, I'm already excited to see Ashley twist herself into a pretzel trying to explain this. Oh yeah. Has she said anything? Has she said anything? Yeah. No. I don't believe so. No. What's, I what's to say? Anything. <laughs> well true maybe she feels there's a statute of limitations so well, she doesn't have to discuss we'll it i can't believe it took everyone this long to find this because this was not this was just footage from an episode right i mean but it was easy to not see it if you weren't looking for it like it happened really quickly and it's like it's like the arrow in the fedex logo once you <laughs> see it you can't unsee it but if you don't really know to look for it you don't really see it no matter how many times you look at it that is i'm sorry i thought it was hilarious <laughs> Terrible, terrible thing to do. But have you it, gone back and looked at the actual episode that it happened in to see if you could see it? I don't. I didn't feel the need to do that. I felt. I felt that was enough. I felt the clip was enough. <laughs> it stands on its own. It stands on its own. Bless. So answer your second question. I no, he cannot keep his hands to himself. <laughs> Michael Darby and more Potomac. Potomac. Oh my god! Not Jamon and Potomac. Jamon. Oh, Jamon from Potomac. So, in other news, current events from Potomac, former housewife Katie Rost took to social media this week saying she slept with one of her fellow castmates. Now, she's not a housewife anymore. This is supposed to be while she was a housewife. So, we it's nobody's business if it happened, but do we think she's telling the truth? And if so, do we think Ashley will be admitting that it was her <laughs> <laughs> at some point if it is? Because it's got to be Ashley, right? Definitely. It's absolutely Ashley. I heard something. <laughs> someone online said it was Sharice. Oh. And I said, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see that. You can see that, Julia? I can see it. Sharice used to have those sex parties. They talked about like, <laughs> The why? champagne room. Mm. I, I personally did not think Sharice, but now that it's said, she did have those swinger parties and stuff in the house. <laughs> see it. Well, also, she like literally, I haven't seen Sharice link to any man since her husband wouldn't speak to her. Mm. Not that that means anything, but it's not like she had other irons in the fire from what we see. So during the time that Katie was on, Sharice was having marital problems and she was single and all that stuff. So I could I could see that happening, but I I still put my money on Ashley. And once I was told Tanya was the one in the threesome, now I'll just believe anything. (laughs) (laughs) I could definitely see Ashley and Katie being drunk after filming and falling into something. God bless. After Katie wets the couch and then (laughs) things get wild. My thing is Katie came on social media with it. Nobody asked her about it ahead of time. (laughs) Just made a post and said, it's nobody's business. (laughs) (laughs) The best. (laughs) In between posts about her watching Glee in the bathroom. You know, I don't, that's why I we don't. need her back. I miss Katie. I've missed her since she left. Her performance <laughs> at the season one reunion is still one of my favorites across all cities. She just came in like hot. I loved it. I enjoy watching that. That you know, like I'm a society girl. I, I loved watching that mask slowly fall off and then hit the ground with such force. <laughs> yeah, I'm a ball gag girl. 
Talk about (laughs) it it made a thud for sure. (laughs) But I love how when she came back, her mom was there and like was this is fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Daughter is having a nervous breakdown. (laughs) Mama Ross, since we're talking to Joy about Potomac, how about you give us some backstory about you know how long when you just start watching, how long you've been watching, and what are your thoughts about this particular season as a whole? Okay, yes, I say I started watching. beginning of September. And as soon as Karen Huger entered my television screen, I was like, yeah, I'm hooked. A like, revelation. Um, it took, I watched it for two weeks straight. <laughs> uh, a lot happened in two weeks. I could not stop. Personally, my favorite has to be Robin Dixon. Uh, I've been told she's Still? before, but I love her. And Monique. And we'll get into that. I'm fully behind Monique 100%. Same. Uh, she can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> And you fit no, well. No, can <laughs> like anyone who has grown up in the like public school system anywhere knows <laughs> you run your mouth, you might get hit. All who jump and up, get put down. That's mm. candid. And she got hit. But anyway, this season as a whole. Ah, oh, well, I, I do like that we're getting more into, you know, the actual scandal of uh, Miss Ashley and Mr. Michael Darby. We didn't need to get into it. We'll talk about their whole post-nup, prenup oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. issue. I do <clears throat> think there's a clause that every time you have a baby, you get another million. I'm just... <laughs> I wouldn't put it faster. So we'll, we'll see how many Darby kids actually are born. It's going to be like the Brady Bunch. I <laughs> love Wendy too. I just, I've never seen her on CNN or whatever. Never. I was never. just saying that. I've never you seen her. her. No. I've never seen her on CNN. And I, watch the, I watch CNN regularly. I feel like she's photoshopped into all of those clips <laughs> that they show on Potomac. Like they're just like, filming her. Basement. I have a green screen too, Wendy. I can yeah. say I've been on whatever. You know, but go, go <laughs> in the original Wizard of Oz cast. <laughs> Speaking of like, I, like I think this is an interesting season for you to be watching with this all this drama with Candace and and going back to what you said about Candace and Monique. I just wish I know that there's others. I wish that Monique would kind of like form a coalition, like a <laughs> PSA with like other people who I know have whooped Candace's ass, and I just like want them to like, you know, oh, like in like black sweaters, like walking up to the camera. I also had to put hands on Candace. And it would be like, you know, um, Shree from fifth grade. Like, I like, I know there are others. She's done this to other people. So last night, it was very strategic. As soon as the episode was over, Monique posted in her Instagram story about, and like just ruined the whole storyline. And I was like, yeah, this is M- my Monique's- point. Instagram story is is very entertaining, especially compared to last night's episode. And yeah, she picked a good night for it because she knew people wouldn't be talking about the episode itself. What did she say last night? Basically, she showed receipts of her team reaching out to Candace's team and saying, mm. let's settle this. And yeah. her team would not respond and were like, we want money. And Monique was like, so that's all you wanted this whole time. You wanted to get paid. So you can like stop paying that mortgage and get your two million dream house and call it a day. And Monique was like, so I countersued her because I showed that I tried to reach out and mediate and like to handle the situation out of court. And then the judge threw out both cases. So basically she's never going to jail. She's not going to jail and nothing came from this whole lawsuit, quote unquote. 
Well, and then I also think to go to it's so funny how she like just got her mother involved and they hate each other. And her mom's like, oh, my God, you deserve justice. We're going to let them <laughs> take care of it. I think her mother should be in the PSA, too. <laughs> like, literally. I think Candace also figured out really quick that this was her story the rest of the season. So she had to had to figure out a way to hold on to it and put post-it notes everywhere to remind herself that she is okay. (laughs) I mean, it's not 9-11. It was a winery. Also, you know, in the PSA, Chris, her husband was like, shut up. (laughs) That was crazy. But before we get into that, I do want to address the fact that I heard, or that we've heard at the pod, that you have a five-year plan to become a housewife. Could you walk us through that, please? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. I'd want nothing more. So I just feel like I would fit in beautifully with this group of women. Me and Giselle would be instant friends. And it'd be great. So this is my plan. Everyone knows that, like, my dearest heart of husbands is Trevor Noah. In my five-year plan, once COVID is over and the Great White Way Broadway opens back up, I mean, it's all in contingent on me starring in a Broadway show that Trevor Noah comes to see because they film The Daily Show in New York. And then, like, he comes a whole bunch of times. We become fast friends. You know, we have a very quick dating period proposal, get married. Great. <laughs> And then the kids come and then I'm like, well, I don't want them to go to school in New York. I feel like kids that grow up in New York grow up too fast. Let's move to Potomac. Great. (laughs) Now, mind you, I have family that lives in D.C. It's it's very reasonable. My sister lives in D.C. So I'll be like, she's going to help us, you know, like babysit the kids and we'll be closer to my parents. Instead of living in New York, we'll live in D.C. And when he has to go film The Daily Show, he'll stay in New York and it'll just be great. And I'll have the biggest house. And like I was looking up homes in Hawaii on Zillow of like where we would go to Hawaii for the like girls trip of the season. And I would put them in like twin beds in my Hawaiian <laughs> beach home. They'll get over it because no one else has a Hawaiian beach home. And Monique is definitely invited. And maybe Kansas <laughs> is not. And then I'm going to go the extra nine. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll fly out your husband's too. And then they'll just have to bow down to me. And then I and I will be best friends with Karen too. And so I'll become the next grand dom of Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> um, she'll hand it off to me. She'll feel comfortable with handing it off to me. Uh, we both have like very southern roots and hospitality background. And she'll be like, "She's raised right," and I'll be like, "I was." And Trevor Noah will just occasionally come. He'll just come. He'll just show up sometimes every four episodes. So this is a passing. Call. And like, uh, no, 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 I, I took deep, 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 deep thought. Clearly, into, like, how I was gonna she has a vision board in five years. <laughs> call Andy right now. That is an ambitious, ambitious plan. And I wish you the best because you just planning this trip was like better than all of this last season of Beverly Hills. (laughs) I wish you Godspeed. Thank you so much. So so, so let's talk about your future castmates. First, we want to talk about Ashley. Ashley in this latest episode of Potomac. Mm -hmm. Now, her and Michael went to counseling this week Mm -hmm. in which, you know, Michael, I feel Michael appeared very open and honest Mm -hmm. and my question for the pod is do we believe this shit no (laughs) and here's why (laughs) um he was acting like the baby pushed him to cheat which i could understand if anyone else said it but we've seen four seasons at least of you doing stuff so was there an invisible baby all this time because 
I don't really know how you can use a baby as an example with footage of you honking on rear end. So yeah, honking. It's Dean's fault. This excuse needs to be hung up, Michael. I do think we they should have addressed the man butt problem that he had. <laughs> I also couldn't really see clearly the through line between the things that he was talking about in his childhood. Right. Yeah. And the um the the cheating on Ashley. Like I couldn't really make the connection. But, because but it wasn't I don't, there. <laughs> because it wasn't there. I think he was like I've said before, I think they are being honest about something in the way that they want to be honest about it. I think their emotions are real. I think there's something they're not saying, but we are seeing real fallout from things that they won't talk about. Mm. And they're holding something else up over here, making us think that they're finally letting us know something, but we're still really not knowing it. I think you're right. I think the truth is they're both about a four on the Kinsey scale. And... (laughs) We just need to be open and honest about that because we clearly can see it. Absolutely. I totally agree. It it would have made more sense if he was like, I saw my dad do whatever he wanted. So not, but like, what? And then I just always hate the victim blaming of how he was like, "Um, you need to uh, help me with this. Help me with the problems in our relationship. I was like, Mm -hmm. dude, she was growing a whole human. Like right. she doesn't need to help anything. Like, True. Yeah. And like actually help with something that she doesn't know about, which is what yeah. she said. She was like, I don't even know. Yeah. She's like, How am I supposed to know that? And he yeah. was just like, Well, I guess you need to work with me. No, you need to work on yourself, dude. I like, guess she had to like watch his like his his booty grabbing hand, <laughs> twitching and his his knee jumping, like he about to sexually harass somebody. <laughs> <laughs> had to do it now. I mean, I don't know what I, I don't like, believe it. I don't she I, needs to put a bell around his wrist so when it starts twitching, <laughs> she, she can just run after him with a tape. I felt gross watching them in therapy. There was something about him. He looked wet. I wanted more for her in that moment. Like I just didn't like watching them together. I, I just yeah. wanted something better for her. I, I could viscerally feel it. And it was a also reaction. Yeah. It was also tough because it was a tough therapy session and it was gross to watch and then it would cut to ashley doing that confessional in that barbie's 80 dress <laughs> but with, no skipper actually so then it was just it was just hard to process all of that like she needs to be the next like secretary of press because <laughs> i'm serious Joe the way she can spin her. it yeah call her she would be an excellent secretary of press when any like we all see it mm-hmm. and maybe she's gaslighting the nation and herself <laughs> but at the same time there's something to be said like stand by, stand by your man yeah she wendy is. could have her on cnn or whatever <laughs> <laughs> So, so then later in the episode, Ashley met with her uncle and had we had a surprise appearance by her mother wearing an eye patch. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If she like appeared to be like there to surprise her, which I, I, I mean, I, your mother shows up out of the blue with an eye patch. I think that's really it was shocking. Surprising. I didn't know how I was supposed to feel because she came in with the eye patch, looking like she was just beat up by Monique, and then for like two <laughs> minutes, nobody talked about the eye patch. And Ashley was just screaming because she was there. I I was so confused. And then when I finally like started to settle and say like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. Then her mom said, Dean's barely out the cooch. So yeah. then I was unsettled again. <laughs> 
on national television. She did say that. She did. And I just had greater concerns. I was like, okay, we know that that boyfriend is still living with her. Did he? I was thinking very dark. Like, oh, like Hallmark. That's true. I guess it could be. <laughs> Not a Hallmark movie. Hallmark I, would, I would like to see Ashley's mom portrayed in a limited series by Jack Kay. Oh. 100% stand. <laughs> I was getting J.K. vibes, like a comeback role and something serious playing Ashley's mom. Now I'm going to tweet J.K. and say, can you wear an eye patch? I need to see something. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see something. So then we have Uncle Lump there. I I think that, in my opinion, I think it's clear that Uncle Lump is the only one that went to college. Like, I feel... I mean, like he's sitting there, he, he he's wearing a sweater. He's I think he's trying to hold on to some sense of decorum in the conversation. What? And then his sister just comes up and she's like, Coochie. <laughs> it's like I'm feeling for Lump. Mm. He might have he might have went to college, but he did not know well enough to wipe his door down before he got company. There were like brown streaks on that door. <laughs> You're filming, sir. Post that down. I did not notice that. I'm gonna go back. I didn't notice yeah. that either. Please but do. He, the the door is dirty. Dirty. <laughs> I, I, did, I did notice that he was going to town on that Chinese food, though. It was, I, I had trouble hearing what he was saying almost because he was like busting that stuff down. But and you I know, when you're hungry. I that about Ashley. Anytime she, she visits her family or her family visits her, she's going to feed them. Like, that's true. Always- that's true. She always brings food. <laughs> she does. And I'm like, that's, I can get behind that. <laughs> so going back to uh, Popeye, her mom, are we. <gasps> uh- are we thinking that the vibe that I got, I feel like Sheila is trying or she would have rather Ashley left Michael. Like oh, that's yeah. the vibe that I'm getting. Sure. And Uncle Lump was is fitting to ride on this bitch. When he said, I need to see him, I said, Oh yes, you do. Michael yes. needs to put his hands on everybody. Let's see what it's like putting his hands on Michael. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. He I Michael back can't on Michael. Fight. Michael cannot fight. He would lose. Instantly. Oh yeah. Like yeah, he's too I would wet to see that. <laughs> He'll like fall on the ground and his what? legs are open. He <gasps> <laughs> slipped right in. <laughs> oh, I can't oh my God. I can't wait. That fight is apparently coming. He's going to get fought in this season. And I'm very, very ready for it. I'm oh, yeah. very ready. If you're talking about this scene, like him and Chris, my problem with Chris is I really feel like at some point Chris used the N word. I really, mm. I really know. <laughs> and, and not necessarily in a way that is. I just feel like he got too comfortable at a certain point and you and just dropped the M bomb. And every time I look at him, I just see that. I'm yeah. a, but I also know he can't fight either. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. So then who's gonna win? No, I mean nobody really wins when two no. white men fight. Everybody just loses but them. <laughs> uh, but nobody wins, technically. Oh god. So let's let's shift over to Karen here now. <laughs> Karen it. and Ray. They talked about last week's parade and the marriage problems they have, which is, you know, basically Ray appears to be too old to love her anymore. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do we think about this? Like, she, he says she's going to Hollywood and neglecting him. Is this true? Is she wrong? What do we think? At a certain point, if you're a man of Ray's age, Advanced what age. better do you think you're going to get? <clears throat> like, just logically. Like, I understand if you're unhappy, but if you're just like, mm, this is fine. Like, for example, if I had to eat, like, pork chops and mashed potatoes every day, like, I'm still eating. Like, I'm not going to starve. Like, I'll be okay. But he just wants, like, filet mignon and, uh, you know, surf and turf lobster. And it's like, no, sir. You, first of all, she's 20 years younger than you. If anyone can come out of this okay, it's her. Right. And not you. I, and I do think a level of he's insecure. 
Ray is insecure. Like he used, she's used to be the one like, this is my husband, the black Bill Gates, Mm. which he's not, but this is my (laughs) husband, the black Bill Gates. And I do everything for him. I'm a perfect wife. And now he doesn't get that. And now it's her turn to live in the spotlight. And he hates it. He, he does. And that's the truth of it. He has nothing to say. I agree with that. I do think that it's it's because she has a lot going on. She's more vibrant than he is. But depending on how much money Ray has, which I don't know how much that is, Ray, honestly, in that area, could probably have a 30-year-old woman living in that house pretty soon and a baby on the way within two years. And that is the problem with a lot of married men, especially older married men. Like, they are very quick to, like, you know, I need a woman who's going to dote on me. And they'll go younger and they'll find one. And I hope that's not what he's wanting to happen because they've been together for so long you can't change or like you know that relationship is not going to be replaced so easily but i can't say that men like him don't leave their wives and get somebody younger who will put up with that bs because they do it every day yeah it's true but like once you're past a certain age and fewer and farther between I guess it depends on how much money he got. That's why I said that first. And I feel like he might probably doesn't have a lot because I feel like it's been established that she helped him pay off some of their debt right. or something related to taxes. So I feel like he probably feels emasculated. Mm. And on top of that, well, there's a few things happening. I don't know when those tax problems started for him. But I wonder if it wasn't like a Teresa and Joe situation where they didn't start until they were on Mm. her show. Mm. And then she helped him with something that wouldn't have been a problem if they were never on her show. So now he feels emasculated because she helped him and her star keeps rising. Right. Yeah, I I think she should leave him. If he keeps this up, I think, yeah, I think she should leave. If he keeps doing this, I think she could, her star is rising. She has stuff going on. She's a younger woman. I think if you're with somebody who refuses to tell you they love you after you have children and you've been together that long, Mm -hmm. that's my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Now, one of my favorite parts of that with Ray and... And uh, Karen, though, was him putting up those creepy ass decorations. <laughs> the one with the ball spot. Oh, I'm familiar. Oh <laughs> and, 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 and the like, I feel like that's what Ray wants. He wants to just, you know, decorate the house, be around the house. That's all he wants to do. And I think she's outgrown that. He's like big in the second Sex in the City movie. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> I want to stay home. <laughs> They're switching roles, basically. He he yeah. he was probably always working, and she was grandoming yeah. around town while also staying home. And now the kids are gone to college. She has her show. She's going on trips. She's grandoming around town, <laughs> and now he wants to stay home. Yeah, they've switched. And, and then there's always the Mr. Blue Eyes. Mm. Um, <laughs> rumors that I will not let go. I'm not going to let those rumors go because I think they were true. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. another wedge between them. That was juicy. Very. Um, okay, so let's look over to let's look over to Robin. Robin has a new hat line. And, <laughs> she does. And and it's saying screw child labor laws and making her children run it. So <laughs> I have a I have a question for the group. If you had just talked about um the ninety thousand dollars in taxes that you owed, would you be talking about the income that you <laughs> that you were making from your side hat business? That didn't no. seem smart to me. <laughs> no. No, What's it called? Really embellish? Yeah. That's really crazy for somebody with tax problems to call a company <laughs> embellish. <laughs> That's a bold name. Um, what do we think of these hats? Ugly. They were ugly. Yeah, they were. They were. Some, 
Some housewives <laughs> merchandise, I think, is like cute. And then others, I think, just sells because of the name. But when it's Robin, I'm wondering who's buying because there's no name and it's an ugly product. <laughs> it's not like we're buying these ugly hats from Nini. I feel like the hats should have a ponytail made into the back of them already because I feel like those are the kind of women Amazing. who wear those hats. I would buy 17 of them. I would. If it was a made-in ponytail on the back of a hat. Like Janet me. Jackson. Like a Tony <laughs> pony made right into the hat. Yes. In every hair color imaginable, yes, I want 40 of them. That yeah. scene was chaotic, too. Her her having her sons put hats in bags. I could barely get through it. <laughs> and they were, like, playing around. And she was like, you know what? It reminded yeah. me of Eveline in The Wiz. The very Kathy Lee Gifford. So, wait, and then she mentioned her delayed um, engagement. I'm like, but nobody's proposed to you yet. So <laughs> Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I, I will hope. say, shockingly enough, they have the most stable relationship. <laughs> like, <laughs> they got nothing to lose. Twist of events. <laughs> they got yeah. nothing to lose. That's why. <laughs> I will say, it wasn't even a full scene. I loved the quick little cutaway we got of Robin at the game, mimicking <gasps> yeah. the cheerleaders' <laughs> movements. It, it was like we yeah. dropped into like an 80s film. I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? I love it. And he walked over in the suit like he was going to like, I don't know, scold her, but also like make out with her. And she's like. <laughs> and then he like got over it real quick. What was, I like yeah, most is good. that nobody can see, but Anthony is currently doing the dance right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's missing out on that. <laughs> so uh, we speaking of Candace again, Candace apparently has a new gay friend. <laughs> years that we've never seen before. Clifton. Clifton. Um, of the stovepipe hat. He probably and the, the Amish beard. I thought it was a mask that he didn't, <laughs> had, that he didn't have pulled up. <laughs> we were seeing our first Potomac quarantine footage. It was a very, it was like Hamilton, but Lincoln. <laughs> like the look was like very street yeah. my it looked like i know what the hat is supposed to look like and it didn't look like that like it wasn't on his head it was just on top of it and <laughs> i don't understand why i was getting I pilgrim vibes <laughs> exactly like it should have a buckle on it yeah um now my thing is like is this new friend because of the anti-gay tweets that we've seen from her is that why now she's cool with the lgb community which she has a gay friend that she keeps around to make herself feel better which she Say admitted it. herself Say it. probably oh absolutely like where did this person come from absolutely i she's also like trying to gar- oh go ahead sorry no you know you go ahead she's just trying to garner every ounce of sympathy she can yeah. she's not yeah. a sympathetic person she's unrelatable and frankly we could care less about what she's doing in her life from 2013 <laughs> Miss America. She needs every storyline she can possibly get. Yeah. Miss United States. That's what she was. Whatever. She, she Regardless, can keep it with Sandra Bullock. Seven years ago. No, her post-it notes point. on a scandal. Yeah, this was the... And I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, I know we're jumping around a little bit and I probably am about to take another skip. But um, <laughs> it, this episode was the one for me that felt like Candace doesn't know how to have the upper hand when, in my opinion, like she was in the right. Like she didn't know how to just be in the right. This was this was the episode where it was like, you want a mother with kids to go to jail for six years? You can't really want that. Right. Like 
it just the 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 whatever high horse she was on like took off and left her in the dirt. Yeah. And this episode just felt I I, I agree with that. I think we we get a lot of that from Candace. We get a lot of um you can't take the high road and be down in the dirt and she wants to have it both ways like you can't be the victim and the aggressor we have a lot of that coming from her and she doesn't know what to do with the high road she doesn't know when she's won it there's mm-hmm. a lot of cognitive dissonance with her in that so oh, yeah. i'm not surprised that she was i don't know the hero to become until she was the villain and yep yep yeah i feel like she always thinks she needs to have the snarky one-liner before she leaves a room or a scene and that's what's fucking her up if she would have just got beaten up and then been quiet i think more people would have felt good about taking her side but she's still you still can't root for her <laughs> As a- well, i feel like she has that syndrome of like nothing's ever gone wrong in her life and right. things she's ever wanted she's got and nothing has ever not been in her favor. So when Monique finally beat her down as she deserved, uh, that was the first time. And she was like, how do I come back from this? And show that, no, I get what I want and I want you to go to jail. And it's also a matter of like, I, once again, I blame her parents. I still, I blame her parents for everything. But once when she was talking about Ashley at the table, talking about you won't be married for long. It's like, she had nothing to do with this let it go right and then she had the balls to bring it up and then when ashley said we will we will no longer be married when i choose to be married and candace said well i don't know anything about that well then shut the fuck up about it (laughs) yeah i think it's very clear that ashley is in control of that relationship and i don't know why anybody would think otherwise right and yes candace she wants to be the one to get that last little shot but like i said you can't do that and be classy and mm-hmm. I think the thing that makes me the most upset about Candace's rhetoric, because that's what it is, is this like from the moment she said, I had a very Cosby upbringing. Let me tell you something as a black person. Whenever some black person tells you that they had a Cosby upbringing, <laughs> be prepared for some pretentious bullshit. She's lying. You did not have a Cosby upbringing because the last I checked, Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad stayed in the relationship. You're the product of divorced parents. Like, <laughs> Hello. <you did> <laughs> sit down like you're wrong your definition inherently is wrong like for an only child for 10 years no you didn't shut up (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm sorry i'm very i mean i you're not wrong and you know as a public school child and a black person she also is the epitome of taking her ball and going home like it's she is that kid she got beat up and now she wants to squeal and there's so many things about her that makes me understand how she keeps getting into these altercations with people even though she doesn't see it right um and and, and then they had they had this whole thing at the party at wendy's party her um sipping sea for her baby mm-hmm. which one of the things that made me happy was that robin was for once on time <laughs> It had to wait for two hours <laughs> to start it. I love two when that hours. happens. To, I love when that happens to people who are always late but decide to come on time. I love that. Love that. You wait. You know, even in quarantine, I show up late to uh, Zoom calls. <laughs> Literally nothing better to do and you're still late. <laughs> We've actually done something. I love before. that. That's good. I will show up four minutes late to a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want to make small talk. Uh, so I, I, lo- I love that she had to wait two hours for nothing. Like, I, <laughs> that brought me joy. And she, of course, she wore the infamous dress that has been all up and through Housewives. Uh, like, it's it's like it's like seeing like an infinity ring, like jewel. It's like in all these <laughs> different parts of the multiverse. It's like, oh, here's this dress again. 
With like sisterhood of the traveling pants. Yes. <laughs> and I'll, so, I'll speak for myself. It's an awful dress. Yeah, I do not like it. I actually liked it on Robin. Like Robin was the first person I I saw it on. I was like, I think she's darker by just enough (laughs) where it looks better. Because it's only like a hint. Like she's very close in complexion to Erica and and, and Renna. Actually, Renna might be more tan, but that's not a natural color. I felt, and maybe it's just because I feel like Robin's prettier than both of those women too, (laughs) which is my opinion. But I agree. I would agree. Yeah. Because I think Robin's a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. She is. Yeah. Robin looks incredible in her confessional look with the blue dress. Yes. like always she's always been beautiful yeah she looks incredible she always does but in that one she particularly pops for me yeah Yeah, i I, so i think she's the only one that really looked good in it i don't think i think erica and lisa renan honestly i think they're also very attractive women but i think they're robbing better (laughs) i do i do think that i think that in confessionals and everything i think lisa renan looks very nice and i think um erica does too well can i ask a question sure What's been your favorite confessional look of this season? Ooh. Oh, Monique's. Monique from Monique's last from week. The the new one that she brought last week. The like pinkish top. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Same. one's escape. That one's escaping me from I love week. Karen's the one shoulder into a glove. <gasps> oh, that That's mine good. too. <laughs> yeah. I she, need looks it. In- she looks incredible on in that one. Love it. Yeah. I've never anything more oh, so okay good. so getting back to wendy's party <laughs> quinn said enough <laughs> about fashion <sighs> like getting back to wendy's party now we 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 talked like we saw how wendy's how she went about this party and it was framed around how she didn't want monique there because the other women were very clear they didn't want to see monique now do we feel that shade from wendy the way she brought it up yes because we heard it from monique's mouth herself that she said, you don't need, feel free to not invite me to anything the rest of the season or whatever. So for her to say, I'm not doing it because these women don't want you there is very clear where she stands on the issue, which is fine. I just feel like it was unnecessary for her to say it like that. I don't I think it was shady at all. I think uh, at the basis of it, she already had the drama with her husband's family to deal with. And then it's for her baby. Right. And so like, and notoriously these women come to events that are supposed to be high-end about family, about businesses, and they, like, hold umbrellas at each other's throats. (laughs) Like, this was, she was like, I'm clearly going to make it about my baby, and that's it, and I'm going to invite these ladies, and I don't want any drama. Hmm. And she's clearly within her rights to do that. I'm surprised that production never showed or has yet to, in the episodes that we're watching, show Ashley what happened at the winery. Because A, it doesn't really impact the story to show her that. And I know there wouldn't be a good way for the show to acknowledge that they showed her that. But I I would think it would be a good idea just so she could see what happened to make a Important. educated decision about mm-hmm. when she's talking about it or if she herself wants to be around Monique like it seems odd that they wouldn't have been like we have to show you this now and then maybe just not let us know that I almost feel like they did because when Candace was yelling at her at that table and said you don't know what happened or whatever she said Ashley made a face like she wanted to say something and then cut herself back and I feel like she does know more than we think she knows Mm. Yeah, I think they definitely showed it to her. Because why would you go that hard over something you didn't see? Also, I think everything about Ashley says that she would see that. (laughs) Like, she likes to be (laughs) involved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that she did not see this. 
Yeah, and we getting getting back to Wendy's party, we also see that she did invite her husband's estranged family and they did not show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we when I was looking at this, I was wondering, like, you know, I get this is a big deal. You know, this is a family who are they're not um, communicating. They're not close to each other. Is this an, uh, like a, a compelling story to be introduced to Wendy without her job being involved? Like, is this do we care about the character enough to care about this? I think this is what we need to care about her, because so far it's just been her throwing herself into these other women's drama and then talking about what she does for a living. If we would have seen this more from the beginning, I think I possibly would have cared about her. I didn't care about this. I thought it was, (laughs) I thought it was boring. I did too. They seem like lovely people. God bless. For me, this belonged on like an elevated show. It's not what I go to housewives for. Mm. I I agree too. I I thought it was very, it was a very boring. They seem lovely. I have no, I have nothing bad to say about them. Um, I, I, it, it was a little humanizing. I was bored. Yeah, same. same. Like I will say, yeah. <laughs> I will say, Potomac is giving me the representation this year that I've never felt in any other franchises. I feel seen this year. Like earlier in the season, we had Robin's son instead of wanting to play sports at the at the playground, he sat with his mom and her friend to gossip. And then this episode, we saw Wendy's son in his underwear walking around in heels. I said, yeah. finally, I'm on television little gay boy heaven (laughs) Uh, what i I did appreciate that i was like go off yeah (laughs) i I, I, that is good to see Um, (laughs) definitely so we we can't not we can't leave wendy's boring party without talking about we touched on ashley basically confronting candace and and addressing candace's own aggressive behaviors but we have to discuss how candace's husband talked to her like that was a very big that was like a very i'm not used to seeing a husband speak to his wife like that at least not in public right he knows you know she said like do we remember let's rewind back in when they first introduced candace and she said you're just like your dad read him for phil and said i forget the exact wordage but basically calls him the worst human ever and Mm. he's used to this he's used to having to tell her zip Mm. it yeah she knows she goes too far and I don't know if they have like a secret agreement of like, <laughs> stop me if I'm going crazy. But I also agree, like, from my opinion, there's this level of like needing to be married with by a certain age within that, like, I don't want to use the word pretentious, but for lack of a better word, right. pretentious black community of like, you need to be married. And she found her little Prince Charming and she's she's very subservient only to him uh, because she doesn't want to miss out on this marriage thing. Mm. And I think he's had to tell her to shut up in the past and she's, she's just going to do it because she, she's been told, like, you just suck it up and deal with me. And I think that's the only person she will not buck to because she knows he will buck back. Well, she almost ran him over, though. <laughs> when did she? So, oh, that one time? But no, she's definitely just one time. That one time. Cry with her blotted tissue. Oh, my God. When she took that blotted tissue out in the car and it was already (laughs) squared up for her, (laughs) please. There are two things that irritate me watching. There's two things that irritate me watching Candace do. That's eat and wipe her tears. (laughs) And she did both of those things at Wendy's party. I thought I was the only one that hated watching her eat. It's something so irritating. It's very (laughs) gerbil-like. I didn't see, like, 
for anyone else, if anyone else's husband talked to them the way Chris talked to Candace, I'd be up in arms. But as we all know, <laughs> she will take you there. Right. And I think she dishes out and can take it, but only from him. I think it's like what we talked about earlier. Like he knows she already won in this. So just shut up and let let the rest fall into place. You already pressed charges on this woman. She was in the wrong by placing her hands on you. Just shut up. Was there a particular part that you were like, no, 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 no. Why is he talking to her like this? For me, it was just, he told her to shut up. Like, oh, yeah. I was fine with it too. Yeah. And I think I was fine with it um, because she wasn't speaking to him. Mm. when Mm. he told her to shut up he was like you've both pointed out it was almost like a protective Mm -hmm. like this isn't he was almost saying like this isn't the look for you right you don't need to do this and i know shut up no matter who's saying it isn't no one likes to be told to shut up but i didn't get the sense for me this didn't betray something else happening in the household right it felt more like just shut the fuck up like (laughs) yeah but not even because he was he, because he wanted her to stop talking to him. It was like, uh-huh. I see what you're doing. What are you doing? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. I will like, say, I don't I like Candace. More, so I was fine with it. I was <laughs> put back, taken aback by the mom. Cause she could definitely hear. Like if my mom heard mm. my husband tell me to shut up, I'm sure she would not be all right with that. Oh yeah. I was more taken aback by the mom, by Dorothy not saying anything. Um, and even still, I think it's because I don't think I would have the same reaction because I know what I know about Candace. Like, if I just heard, if that was the first time I'd seen Candace, no. But it's because we know she has such a smart mouth and fights with her words below the belt. Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm with Anthony. Like, I don't really care for her. So I'm cool with it too. But as a married person, seeing another married couple like talk like that, it's like a, it would get my attention at a dinner. If we were at a dinner table together, it would be like a whoa. Mm-hmm. Moment. <clears throat> for me, but nothing that I would feel like I had to really intervene in, and you know, yeah, I just like he was right. hurt her. But it was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> now Karen was also there, so like, how do we feel? Karen's kind of in the middle of all this. Do we feel we know that Karen's in the middle? Do we feel she put herself in the middle? She put herself in the middle. <laughs> I agree. She totally did. I love how she's like, it's. I just need you guys to understand how I'm feeling. This isn't about you at all. <laughs> the grand dame. <laughs> say anything just repeat history she makes it (laughs) i think she put herself in the middle because she wants to choose monique's side but sees that that won't tie into the friend group and into the show like by choosing monique's side i think that she would be shooting herself in the foot as like housewives as a career so she needs to put herself in the middle so she can say like i'm still with you candace it's a very republican way of doing it like oh i don't agree with what he's doing but <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> she definitely definitely put herself in the middle yeah. but it almost it seems almost like the most adult choice right but mm-hmm. for this kind of show it's not gonna you can't ride the middle yeah I agree. you're gonna you're gonna fall you're gonna fall on on one of the sides mm-hmm. um and get hurt but she definitely put herself in the middle and she's i, I don't know I, I don't even know if she's not handling it the right way but she's getting she's gonna be stepping into into some shit as the season goes on of yeah. course my favorite was when they were like did this make you change the way you see anyone and clearly they meant monique but she almost it was like a teaser for the rest of the season like coming up i do but i'll tell you later mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so does anybody have any final thoughts before we wrap things up? My, My final 
thoughts are more for Ashley and Michael Darby. My final thoughts about this, we have to trust that she is smarter than she's letting on. And I love that. I love a woman with power. My final thought is not Potomac related. I'm sorry. Everyone listening needs to be reading or listening to The Meaning of Mariah Carey by Mariah Carey. It's an incredible memoir. It's one of the best books I've read this year. The things that this woman has been through that she has not spoken about, I've I've devoured the book. I've always been a Mariah fan. I felt like we had a lot in common, even though we really don't. And I, please just read this book. I'm so sorry. It's incredible. I could tear up talking about it. Okay, well, <laughs> did he fall? I thought he fell. Okay, well, my final thought, um, it's, it's also going to be not Potomac related. If you've not been watching Lovecraft Country on HBO, please check that out. It is amazing. It is so, it, from what I hear, different from the book. I haven't read the book, but it was a very enjoyable time. And it was very timely. Also, great show. Check it out. Well, since we're doing this, my final thought is <laughs> DVR Truth Be Told Season 2 starring Kate Hudson. It won't be on for another year and a half, but just be prepared. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this to us. God, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm spent. I'm tired of y'all. Oh, I have another final thought. Everybody, <laughs> please let me know when you see Wendy on CNN. <laughs> I really would like that. Now when that she's, she's doing Housewives, I don't think she has the time. <laughs> Next time you see Wendy on Wolf Blitzer, let Joya know. <laughs> please. That's all I want. Oh, God, I can't breathe. With that, I'm going to say that you can both disagree with Monique's actions and hold Candace responsible for her part in the altercation. Know that. <laughs> I'd like to thank Joya for joining us here. Thank you. It was so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. To stay up to date on future guests and the latest housewife rumors, follow Know That Pod on Instagram. You can follow me at N-E-N underscore Joya underscore world. It's a lot. It's a lot happening. We'll post it on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And you can follow me at Quentin Lamar on Twitter. You can follow me, Anthony Casella, at Anthony F. Casella on Instagram. You can follow me, Donnie, at Real Donniewood on Instagram or Twitter. And listen, subscribe for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. (laughs) 